listening. It's a very neglected art. It's a really high art to really listen. Typically, we're carrying on a conversation in our head as we listen to someone else. And what's the quality of listening? Agreeing, disagreeing, getting distracted. So when people leave, you think that what I have to say is much more valuable than what your peers have to say. Not necessarily. We're, we all have the same mind. So those who stick around, see if you can pay attention. And if you see your mind not wanting to, don't try to discipline it, control it. Just see that. See how the mind, I don't like her answer. I don't like his answer. I think I'll make up what I'm going to do next week on the Cape. Oh, and now the, uh, that person's asking an interesting question. Come back. Anyway, anything we can talk over together? Please. No, there's no such thing as a dumb question. Please. Um, you mentioned fear. Uh, usually yeah. we talk about suffering with Buddhism. Uh, that's the first thing. Um, so can, can you talk about fear and um, the, the way you would talk about suffering, about that it's there and what you do about it? How would you talk about fear in that same way? It's no different than anything else for me. Uh, here's the issue. Is I, first of all, Fear is a natural energy that's in people. There's sometimes intelligence tucked inside fear. It's saving you from something you should be frightened of. There comes, a, a, you know, the classical example is a snake. You're about to step over a cliff where you see some very menacing looking people coming towards you. So, but a lot of the fear I'm talking about is um, unfounded or it's made up in the mind. Typically when you get to know Fear, not the fear that has intelligence in it, which is alerting you to something that uh, is saying, hey, take care of yourself. You might need to do this or that or get out of here or whatever it is. Uh, is the mind has thoughts typically about the future. It makes up what's going to happen in the future. Very often, the, it originates from past wounds that we have. And then it, the thoughts are the soil out of which the fear grows so that the fear is psychological fear, and when you look at it, you may find there's nothing to be afraid of. But now, even if you don't want to do that, let me, let me draw a picture for you. This left hand is the fear is, throw the word F-E-A-R out, and throw the word awareness or mindfulness out. Throw them both out. They're energies. Okay, so here's fear. This, can you all see it? It's, I know it's not fear, but it is fear. Okay. <laughs> And here's whatever level of awareness we have. Remember, let's, if any, no, the new people all cleared out. Okay, they saw this is not for them, it's okay. Uh, when you begin, awareness is not something we've developed. So it's like any skill, it's, you have to begin where you are. But as you do it, as you're, and every moment of being mindful is contributing to developing a mind that has stability, calm, and clarity, and can see accurately. Okay, so here's fear. Typically, what happens when we're afraid? We either run away, escape from it, go to become immersed in something else, or get, get swallowed up by it, become terrified, have a panic attack or whatever. I understand it could be physical contribution to it. Um, or um, we try to explain it away intellectually, and maybe that helps a bit. Here, what we're learning is the art of pure observation. You, and it, what we're learning is to allow fear 
to just that energy that I'm calling fear, allow it to sing its song, tell its story, not necessarily in words, in fact it isn't, and for the awareness to watch what happens, to learn about the nature of fear, not as a conceptual intellectual, it's a form of investigation, it's silent investigation, is another form more at the beginning of practice, which can be years, and it also has value at all times, has some thinking in it. This has no thinking in it that I'm referring to now. Uh, when the mind becomes silent, it's stronger than whatever comes in front of it. The mind can get to be that way. So it's not that fear won't come up, or that loneliness won't come up, or anything that, that maybe is on your mind or that's tyrannizing you won't come up. If you're human, it comes up. It's not weird. But you're now not helpless. So, uh, and it, I could go on, but does that begin to answer what you're asking? So you said awareness is important. Um, important, it's crucial. You said before that there was also thinking about, you said that comes Well, out. awareness can see that this is based on thought. It can see that uh, you've, you've, it's based on thought, and once you see that, um, the thought falls away, and then you're le the th usually often the fear falls away, because it's premised on something that might happen down the road. Okay, I don't feel I've completely gotten through. You, the only way you can really learn if what I'm saying is true is by watching your mind and seeing there's a lot of fear that grows out of the soil of thinking. And typically, it's we imagine something that's going to happen that's terrible. Take death, since I was talking about that. We are going to die, but a lot of what the fear of death is is not the fear of death. It's the fear of the idea that we're going to die. Right now, here we are. At a certain point, each one of us will die. I don't mean to spoil your summer, but it's just true. <laughs> uh, and it'll be a normal moment just like this. It's not, it just all life, no one, as far, maybe there's some people have beat the rap, but I don't know of any. Uh, at a certain point, it'll be an ordinary moment like this, whether you're with family or friends or alone or where, I don't know the conditions, and it, death will happen. That's the fact of death. But on the way, there are people who are in their 20s and 30s who are, are very tyrannized and frightened by death. It's the idea that I won't be here someday. Now, can you see through that? So that you, it's basically, a lot of what we're learning is how to take care of the present moment. You've all heard that till it's coming out of your ears. But that's the only moment we have. That's where our life has lived in this moment. This is it. I once asked uh, one of my teachers a whole bunch of very interesting questions, I thought. He just shook me and he said, this is it. <laughs> what? This is it. In other words, this is in Korea. In other words, and he said, you didn't have to come to Korea. Because it's not, the, the cure is not in Korea. It's in, the, the problem is in you. You can go back to Massachusetts. I said, oh, I can? Then why did I come all the way to Korea? I said, he said don't ask me. You know, so um, it, it's, if you learn it, you see, the learning is at different levels. I would, I would use it bone deep is when somehow you get it, mm, and it's a level of understanding that translates immediately into behavior. Uh, and a lot of our learning is at a much more shallow level. It doesn't have the ability to, it's not transformative. It's just soothing. 
like understand like if you explain something many in this town everyone's probably everyone in this room we're pretty good at explaining things freud said jung said the buddha said and it's some it makes you feel better good but that's just the beginning like you see a good menu oh wow that sounds delicious order the food and then until you bite into it and taste it you won't know so that's the buddha's encouraging us to do that over and over and over again it's not blind belief. So what I'm saying, I've seen it, so I know it's true. But maybe I'm deluded. So it's for you to see, is there a role of thinking about the future in creating the fear in the first place, which if seen and understood deeply, will at least some of the fears, they're going to not be potent anymore. You'll understand, you don't need, they're going to fall away. They were there out of ignorance. We didn't understand them. What brought it? Still no good, huh? Yeah. But the practice is, well, you know what the practice is, I know. Yes, please. It seems like it would serve us really well to be able to be present. What? It seems like it would serve us very well to be able to be present. Exactly. So why is it as hard as it is? Uh, why is it so hard for you? Well, I guess I'm, I'm wondering, you know, we, we, we practice, we come together, we sit, and our minds do what yeah. our minds do yeah. over and over, and we come back yeah. Yeah. But why, why, does it do why is a crooked letter? But okay, forget it. Uh, first of all, um, have you been brought up, dear, just stay in the present moment? That's all there is. You know, there was this powerful conditioning that the mind is either lost in some, uh, it's like time travel. It, you know, it's sort of. The mind relives, it's not really, the, the past is over, it cannot be, re but the mind reconstructs it often inaccurately to some degree. It adjusts it to what's going on right now. We just, countries do it too, they rewrite their history. I've seen, I rewrite my history. It's embarrassing sometimes because it serves in the present moment for who I'm talking to. Maybe I'm doing it right now. I didn't have any silence, the garden, that was all just teaching story. <laughs> Okay, um, so there's powerful conditioning over and over again. Well, and the future is very important because um, the Buddha talked about three, three you know, craving and attachment is the source of suffering, let's say. And he talked about three sources of craving. One would be craving for nice sounds, nice sights, nice tastes. We all know that one. Uh, nice touch, etc. Uh, the second one is harder to grasp, and it's profound. It's the craving to become. It means, however you are now, there's something better. Now, some of that can be just descriptive, just get a promotion in your job, but it's internal. In other words, it's not the function of the job, it's that we build statuses out of everything, which we then build an identity out of the status, and then we get it, and that's not enough. We gotta get, oh, I'm, you're, you're an assistant professor, I was in that world for a while. That's cute, but you gotta, you gotta be an associate professor. How much money do you get in grants? Ba 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 ba. I said, really? Do you know the guy next door? He's got just 10 times more than that. I said, he does? I better start making up some good research. Do you see what I'm getting at? So, um, now, you're not helpless. Now, uh, everyone I've met, I've listened to a fair number of minds, I've not met anyone who has not reported what you're, you're saying. And whether you know it or not, you have the first attainment. 
there's one scheme which shows the development of this. The first attainment, a level of you've attained something. What is it? You've attained the cascading mind. What? Or it's like a waterfall. You've seen what your mind is like. So that's step number one. There are a lot of, most people are living their life, they don't even know, know this. Do you, do you see what I'm getting at? Okay, but now that's dangerous because you can get discouraged and feel like, my God, how can I ever, he talks about calm and stillness. Uh, and if we had more time and talk about engaged stillness, how to bring it into action. Uh, I can't even follow one breath. I can't even find my nostrils, let alone the breath. <laughs> okay. Uh, but everyone that I know has started that way to varying degrees. Uh, and these are people often who are very concentrated in their area of work, let's say. And when it comes to themselves, it's very different. So uh, you could get discouraged and just not want to come back because you'll feel humiliated. Then again, you could understand that there's help. It's thousands of, countless, I don't know how many, but thousands of years have drawn upon the help, even before the Buddha. This is an old, there's, there are techniques and methods that go back thousands of years. Uh, to help the mind, that the ancient India was very concerned with how to train the mind. They were interested in how to care for the mind. We, we're not. We're interested in using it and how to cultivate conceptual. Do you see what I'm getting at? So, if you get discouraged, see that as just more thinking about the thinking. But if you believe in it, I'm no good, I can never do this any good, everyone else will do it, but I can't do it, you know, then see that. If you can see that, that's wisdom. If you get sucked into it, that's delusion because you're believing what your mind is telling you. But do you see what I'm getting at? Please. Right. The mind what? Yes. 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 Uh, what practice is called for? <laughs> now, l let's put it this way. Everything you mentioned, it's not that you have to understand all the content in your mind. Let's see, what is that? that because here's, here's, people come in and report this as a problem, especially on retreats. They'll say, uh, they're watching the mind. Let's say at a certain point you may want to. Right now you may not feel up to it. And a thought comes up, and awareness touches it, it falls apart, and say, it didn't even finish the sentence. I, it started to say something, to, and I say, well, what's, so what? And he said, is that a problem? He said, yeah, I don't know what it was going to say. I'm saying, don't look for trouble. <laughs> Do you see what I'm getting at? And that doesn't mean the content is irrelevant, but for certain purposes of training it is. So what we're watching is all of it, no matter what it is, profound, trivial, boring, exciting, it all arises and passes away. It arises and passes away. And there's something that knows it. What more and more, as, the, as you practice, the emphasis will be, teachers will bring you back, what's the quality of that awareness? Because what we're looking for is a mind that's like a clear mirror. That mind doesn't come and go. And so, more and more, uh, then the practice becomes familiarizing yourself with this awareness and realize, uh, as one of my teachers put it, be that which knows. In other words, everything is coming and going. Don't get sucked into it. That's just sort of scenery. It's all weather conditions coming up. Be that which knows, which is aware. 
and so more and more you're going to be concerned with the quality of that awareness. Is it stable? Is it clear? Is it non-judgmental? Is it n not translating, interpreting, etc., uh, etc.? Et it's just seeing. See it as more, to me, it's more akin to an aesthetic motive. Like you see a beautiful painting or a list of beautiful music or a beautiful anything, beautiful car, beautiful person. Just the sheer joy of seeing something in life shape nicely. Um, and the more you do it, it becomes so clear. Here's one indicator. When the mind is in conflict and going on and on, the quality of consciousness can't compare when the mind is just aware, even if it's for two. And little by little, you see, oh, duh, when I'm mindful, it really feels, I feel more alive, I feel more at peace. And then suddenly I start identifying with everything that's coming up. How does that feel? Uh, conflict, disagreement, in con confusion, all that. It, the, the quality of consciousness changes. So you start to unlearn what isn't as beneficial for you. But right now, we've been brought up to think that everything worthwhile are those thoughts and plans and worries and future, and uh, we're kind of helpless. Or we have tactics, but they're not that helpful. This is not a tactic. It's seeing it clearly and understanding it. And something healing comes from the clear seeing. But you've got to see that for yourself. Otherwise, it's just my words. Not too helpful. Yes, please. Um, I'm just wondering how... Uh, you might have to speak up a wee bit for others. Yeah. This is unconscious, and also when you kind of wake up, it's already happened. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. Is the uh, the Tibetan Buddhism, uh, they maintain they have a way of meditating while you're dreaming. Uh, in the tradition I've been trained at, uh, you, you're asleep, so you, there isn't. But what you may find is that more and more as you really take care of daily life, you dream less. I've discovered that in myself. It's not magical. Because a lot of what dreams are, this is my experience, my interpretation, it's the night shift. In other words, stuff that you're not facing, not working out, uh, you're not getting it. Like, I should tell this person I want to raise, but I won't. But you've been saying that for the last 10 years. Tell your boss you want to raise. You know, maybe, ne maybe next week. No, after he comes back, he's had a hard week. You know, uh, so there are things that are getting it done, not resolved. So then at night, so this guy doesn't get it. Let's disguise it. There's an old man with a beard, and he doesn't want to get, you know. You know uh, so as you take care of from moment to moment, as the, as the seeing becomes more clear, the speech that comes out of a clear mind is different. The action that flows from a clear mind is different. There is the night shift can say, we can get a good night's rest now. 